You are listening to episode 61 of the Live Free Podcast. Welcome to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. If you are loving this podcast, finding yourself motivated or inspired, learning something new, or just a fan of the show, do me a favor and help me spread the message. Screenshot the episode, add it to your Insta stories, and tag me at Michaela.Quinn. Every share helps me reach more and more moms, and I may just share your share and feature you in my Insta stories too, because together we can take over the world. All right, mama, it's time. Grab your coffee, water, or wine because we are starting. Hey friends, welcome back. I feel like this episode may ruffle some feathers. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say that, but I hope it's in a good way. But I guess we'll see. You can tag me on Instagram at Michaela.quinn or shout out in the Facebook group your thoughts. So what are we talking about today? What could potentially be ruffling some feathers? Well, we're talking about pricing your services and pricing is legit one of the hardest parts of running a business. I think I say that in just about every episode. So let's just be honest. Actually, running a business is hard. All of the things about running a business are hard. It's worth it, but hard. And today I've got six tips for you on how to handle all things pricing your services. Now, I'm not going to waste any more time building it up because I'm pretty sure you agree with me. Pricing is hard, right? Like, let's just get to it, Michaela. But before we dive in, I just wanted to say, if you feel stuck or alone in running your business, come join me and over 500 plus women in my paid program, Overwhelmed to Overbooked. The step-by-step content I provide, plus the multiple levels of support that are included at no extra upsell cost to you, will be the ticket to your freelance success. The weekly group coaching calls, the monthly guest experts, the job leads, and the best part, the support of our student-only community makes my program one of a kind, and I wholeheartedly and also biasedly, if I do say so myself, believe that you will not find another online course creator and mentor out there who is as dedicated to her student success as me. This is my calling. I love my job and I love my career and I want to help you love yours too. So if you aren't a part of Overwhelmed to Overbooked yet, let's change that. Today is the day. And if you are already in, make sure that you are utilizing the support. If you are struggling with imposter syndrome, if you feel stuck, you need feedback, you need someone to celebrate your wins with you or someone to just say, hey, you are not alone and I've been there and here's how I got through it, come to the group. Tell me and our community what you need and how we can support you today. We are all in this together and together we are changing what it looks like to be a working mom. And I'm excited. I hope you are, but I'm ready to ruffle some feathers. So let's go ahead and dive in. First of all, I just want to ask and see, possibly, hopefully, potentially, if we can stop using the phrase, charge your worth. I hate that phrase. Now that phrase has good intentions and I am guilty of using it, but it's actually really kind of a 
hurtful phrase when you think about it. And it also doesn't really offer any guidance except charge your worth. Okay, awesome. What does that mean? And it also makes our worth tied to how much we're charging our clients, how much our packages are, how much our hourly rate is. And we don't need to get into all of the worthiness details in this episode, but I just want you to know that your worth is not tied to your hourly rate or what your package price is. There's always going to be someone out there charging more than you. And just because they do, that does not mean that they are worth more than you. And just because there's someone out there charging less than you doesn't make you any better. And darn it, we are all priceless. But we're not giving our services away for free, right? Like (laughs) no can do, right? Priceless, free, does not pay the bills. So what do we do if we're going to stop using the phrase charge your worth? How do we determine what to charge and how to charge and all of the other things that go into pricing your services. So before we dive in to my six tips for you today, let me just give you a little bit of background about some of the pricing lingo. There are a couple different terms I want you to be aware of. A one-off project or a one-off package is typically something that is one and done, like a website design or a logo or a social media strategic plan. It's going to be a package that you do once and then it's done. Now there's also packages that are called retainers and that's going to be things like social media management, Pinterest management, virtual assisting. And that just means that it is a package that recurs month to month to month. And retainer packages, retainer clients are the key to sustainable, consistent income. So there's two kind of packages, and then there's two ways to kind of price your services. Um, You can price them on a project basis or like a flat price fee. So that would just mean no matter how long something takes you, you would charge a flat package. Now, project-based pricing usually works best for social media, some copywriting, web design, Pinterest is also typically done project-based. Now, the other way to charge, though, is hourly. And so when you charge hourly, you just have a set hourly rate and your clients would just buy a package of hours, whether that would be 10 hours or 20 hours or 40 hours or whatever. And your clients would buy a package of hours that would either be used in one month and it would recur month to month like a virtual assistant package of hours Or it would just be a one-time package. Hey, I need help this month. I'm going to buy 20 hours of your time. It's a one-off, not recurring. Projects and hourly pricing can both be one-off and can both be retainer. Now, the easiest way to price something, if you're a beginner, the easiest way to get started is to just pick your hourly rate and go from there. But as you get more experience, you will probably want to work up to offering project-based pricing. Um, I won't go too much into detail on that right now. I cover that in Overwhelmed to Overbooked. But just for to keep things short and sweet here, in the beginning, the easiest way to charge is hourly, but you will want to work up towards package-based pricing because it will save you time and help you make more money. Those are how packages are typically structured in the freelance community. So how do you figure out what to charge? My first tip for you is that it's okay to do some research 
and look at what other people are charging, how they have their packages set up. What you cannot do is just copy someone and just say, oh, because they did it this way, this is what I have to charge. The two most important things when it comes to pricing your services and figuring out what to charge is number one, you have got to be confident in the price you are charging. And number two, you have to be comfortable with it. So what I mean by that is confident. It has to be the, it has to be a sweet spot. It can't be something where it's too high, where you're like, oh my gosh, I, you know, like no one would ever pay that for me or I don't have enough experience yet to charge blah, blah, blah. But it also, you also have to be, on the other hand, comfortable with it because it can't be too low because then you'll start to get resentful of that work. If you're not confident in the prices that you are charging, if you are charging way more than what you are comfortable charging on calls, that will come across to potential clients. Now, that doesn't mean if you are a beginner that you charge you know, entry-level prices or you, you go super, super cheap rates. It's definitely kind of like an art and some trial and error of finding the right price. So to give you kind of an idea of a range, when you're picking your prices, hourly ranges range anywhere from, for a beginner, $20 an hour to $35 an hour. And just because you are new to freelancing and operating as a business owner, you might not have to start out at beginner rates. If you are offering services that you are very comfortable with and very competent in and you, you know, it's what you do in your current nine to five, or you have out other experience doing it for someone else, maybe just not as your own business owner, depending on how much experience you have and what results you've gotten, you maybe could be at the specialist hourly range, which is anywhere from $35 an hour to $70 an hour. And if you are like expert status, you've been doing this for a really long time, you get great results, your hourly rate could in your packages could be based off a $75 an hour rate, you know, upwards of a hundred, 150. 200. Like there is no limit there. Now, I will also say this when you are just getting started and you're putting yourself out there for the first time, you're getting on your first discovery call. If you don't feel a hundred percent confident in your pricing, in your packages from the very beginning, that is a hundred percent normal. It's going to take time and it's going to take getting on calls and being asked, okay, so what do you charge? What is your rate? It's going to take multiple times of you saying, my hourly rate is 35. My hourly rate is $70 an hour. My hourly rate is $100 an hour, whatever it is. It's going to take you multiple times to build up that confidence. So don't feel like if you're sitting there like, oh, but I'm not confident yet. That means I have to wait till I'm confident. No, absolutely not. Because you're never going to grow in that confidence if you don't get started and get that practice, if that makes any sense. So I would focus on being confident enough to start putting yourself out there. And if you're not confident enough yet, if you're in the beginning stages, we did a podcast episode. Gosh, I want to say it was like episode nine. It was one of the early, early podcast episodes all about how to increase your confidence as a beginner freelancer. I want you to go listen to that 
And I've got some great tips and tricks in that episode on how you can build up your confidence. If you're in OTO, we added the Portfolio and Confidence Builders bonus. I would go check that out and also watch the Masters of Online Business bonus to kind of help catch you up to speed and give you that confidence that you you know more than you think you do and that you can do this. Now, tip number two, your prices, I see this asked so many times, should I display my prices on my website? Should I tell potential clients my prices? What if someone messages me and they ask my ask what my hourly rate is? Should I tell them? Should I wait? How should I do that? Here's my philosophy. Some people will say, no, you should never discuss your prices before you get on a call with a potential client. But like as a consumer, I want to know what to expect before I'm walking into a situation. Because one, if it's way too expensive, if it's way out of my my price range, I don't want to waste my time by getting on a call with you only to find out that you are charging Nordstrom prices when I'm on the dollar store budget. So I do not recommend that. I like to look at people's portfolios, look at people's websites, and have an idea of what the investment is before I decide to commit to talking with them. So what I recommend, because also you don't want to chain yourself to something and and have it be set in stone, my recommendation is for once you figure out your prices and you figure out your package, my recommendation is to put on your website, on your portfolio, on your pricing sheet, is to put your prices with a like an asterisk or a star that says like starting at prices, custom quotes provided depending on individual client needs. Because that's just going to give you room to be flexible with your prices. And if you get on the call with someone and you're like, okay, wow, this is going to be a lot more work than I thought. I'm going to bump my hourly rate from 30 to 40. Or if you're like, you know, I could take this client, but I'm kind of overbooked. I don't know that I really want them. I'm just going to bump my prices up and say it's XYZ and see if they, if they take it, if they take it awesome. If they don't, no big deal. And really you don't want to be getting on calls with potential clients who, if you are at the Nordstrom level prices or you're at target prices, that that could be our fun names for the beginner specialist expert. Beginner, dollar store pricing. Specialist, target pricing. Expert, Nordstrom level pricing. If you are at that expert status and you are at the Nordstrom level pricing, you don't really want to be wasting your time getting on calls with clients who are looking for the dollar store price range, right? And if you are a beginner, if you're starting out at the dollar store pricing, that's okay. That's where I started. You don't want to waste your time getting on calls with potential clients who are looking for that Nordstrom level service. So I am very much a believer in putting your prices on your website or on your portfolio if you don't have a website and making it clear that these are your starting app prices. Custom proposals will be sent after discovery calls. I wouldn't put hardcore like this is my price. Make sure that you put starting at because My tip number three is that you don't want to stay stagnant with your prices. If you are starting out at the dollar store prices, the beginner prices, remember guys, there's no shame in starting out there. My first hourly rate was $20 an hour. Now I don't have an hourly rate. I don't do, I don't do that anymore. But if you put the caveat, you know, starting at prices, you give yourself the freedom and the flexibility to increase your prices and raise your prices as needed. And my tip number three is to not stay stagnant. 
the best part of freelancing is as your experience increases, as your skill level increases, as your success rate increases, so should your hourly rate. Okay. I'm going to talk about a gal on my team real quick, McKenzie. McKenzie started with me at hourly rate of, it was either 20 or 25. I can't remember that that far back. Now, two years later, so I'm recording this in July, her like two year in business will be this October. We started in October around $20, $25 an hour. Two years later now, her hourly rate has more than tripled. Maybe it's even quadrupled since she started in two years. This is another reason why I love freelancing. Has anyone in their career, has your salary doubled from year one to year two? Probably not. That doesn't happen. When I was teaching, my salary increase from year one to year two was like $1,000. Not $1,000 a month, $1,000 split and divided up between 12 months. Yay, guys. I could buy one extra Starbucks coffee a month. Congratulations, Michaela. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So when you are getting started and you start at the beginner rate of 20, 25, 30, 35, you are not stuck to that for any set amount of time. You could get your first client at $25 an hour. And then the for the next client, bump it up to 35 or 30. It doesn't matter. It's up to you. But what matters most is that you are confident and comfortable with that hourly rate. If you are not super confident starting out charging $50 an hour, but that's the goal, that's what you want to want to work up to, start at a lower hourly rate that you are comfortable with and then bump it up each client. You can bump it up by $5 a client or you can bump it up by 10 or 15. It, there's no set there's no set rules. There's no set. It has to be this way or this way. It's up to you. I would say though, at least after, you know, your third client, if you have not bumped your rate up, you need to bump your hourly rate up. So if you've landed three clients at $35, your fourth client, I want to challenge you to work up to $45 an hour. Or if you're doing package-based pricing, you can bump it up by 50 to $75 a client. So maybe if you start out with a very entry-level Facebook page management package at $350 a month, the next client you charge $400 a month or $450. There's, there's lots of room there, but I just want to make sure that those of you that aren't in the course group know that you should and can raise your rates from one client to the next. Just because you start out at $20 an hour or $300 a package does not mean you stay there for every other client. Now, my next tip, my fourth tip for you is it's also okay to raise your rates on current clients. I'm going to say that again because this this brings up a lot of fear and I work through this issue with a lot of women weekly on our coaching calls and overwhelmed to overbooked. People will come on and say, it's, it's time. You know, I've been working with my client for six months. They're my first client. I started out charging them $30 an hour and now all my other clients are at $50 an hour and they become not comfortable. So, you know, back to tip number one, you've got to be confident and comfortable with your hourly rate. Well, once you get started and you get in a groove and you get your, you get experience and you have future clients or new clients that are, that you're charging $50 an hour and your first client you're charging $30 an hour, you become not comfortable with that anymore. And you start to resent that 
not in all cases, but you may start to either resent doing work for that client or it may not become like top priority because you're like, well, shoot, I'm only getting paid $30 an hour to do this, but this person to do the same thing pays me $50 an hour. I'm going to put more focus and more effort to the client that's paying me more. So I, I, I just want you to know that it is okay to raise rates on your current clients. And there, again, there's no set like you can only raise your rates after this song or, or once you've done this or once, once you've done this. Hey there, real quick interruption from me, Michaela Quinn. Anyways, I wanted to make sure that you knew that we just added a 12-month payment plan to our program, The Live Free Academy. You can enroll and get started today for just $147. If you go to go.michaelaquinn.com or just head to the show notes on this episode, we've got it linked there as well. You can read all the details and click one of the buttons to go enroll. And on there, you'll see the 12-month payment plan option. When you choose the 12-month payment plan option, you get the entire course the second you enroll. We don't hold anything back because you're on a payment plan. You'll get access to the how to build your business from start to finish course, skills training, the job leads board, the coaching calls, the student community Facebook group, and everything else that is a part of the Live Free Academy program so that you can get started freelancing and land your first client in 30 days, 60 days, however long it takes you to go through the course and then start implementing. Again, you can see all the details at go.michaelaquinn.com forward slash academy or head to the show notes and click the link there. All right, back to the show. If you're starting out as a virtual assistant, my guess is that you're as you guys start to work together for three months, six months, and if it continues beyond that, you're going to start taking on a more leadership role with your clients and you're going to start doing some more high level things with and for your clients. And so you should be compensated accordingly. And that's okay. And actually, we talked a lot about this with the podcast episode I did with Sarah Noakes. We'll link to that on the show notes if you just go to michaelaquinn.com forward slash episode 61. I can't think of what episode Sarah was off the top of my head, but we talk a lot about how to double your income as a VA. And a lot of times it's not working more hours. It's increasing your rates on your current clients. So check out that episode. It was a great one. A typical increase on clients is about, you know, maybe after three months, bump it up $5 an hour or after six months, bump it up $10 an hour. But again, it's, it's got to be something that you are confident in and, and comfortable with. And if you're in the course group and you're like, oh my gosh, it's time. Like, I know I need to raise my rates. I am freaking nervous. I am scared. I want you to come to the coaching call. We're going to work through this. Otherwise, you can also go check out the Get It Done workbook for step three. And in the back of that workbook, at the very end, we have templates on how to raise your rates on your clients. Now, on the topic of raising rates and increasing them as you go, tip number five is really just to evaluate. Make sure that you are evaluating your business and your income and the hours you are working and how things are going. Are you working too many hours and not meeting your income goals? And then when you are evaluating and you realize that 
wow, your your skill level has increased. The value that you bring to your clients has increased. You're getting really great results. I want you to not make decisions out of fear. I don't want you to not raise your rates out of fear. We can work through that. And worst case scenario, they're just one client. If they say, nope, sorry, they can be replaced, guys. There's a lot that goes into raising your rates on current clients. We'll probably need to do a full episode on that. Maybe that would be a fun success story episode. Ooh. But I also want you to not not get started because you are scared that you'll never make the amount of income that you need to quit your job. For example, I see some people sometimes say, you know, I only want to work 20 hours a week, but the goal that I want to make is $5,000 a month. So if you do the math to bring in $5,000 a month, only working 20 hours a week, you would need to charge around $55 an hour. Now, if you're a beginner, you might not feel confident or comfortable starting out charging $55 an hour, but that doesn't mean you won't get there. You could get there within three to six months, honestly, but you've got to make sure you implement some of this advice that I'm giving you in this episode. You've got to be incrementally raising your prices on future clients, and you've got to be incrementally raising your prices on current clients as well. So I also wanted to share this story with you guys. I think I've touched on it a couple times in the podcast, but there was a time I made a decision out of fear when it came to raising my rates. It actually like, I don't know, there's a lot of like, you know, mind blocks and mental hurdles that we have to overcome when it comes to pricing our services and raising our rates and and all of that. When I was still freelancing, one of my first clients, this was actually my biggest client, they were just this client was bringing me anywhere. I was making anywhere from 1500 to 2000 a month just from this one client. But I wasn't charging a ton hourly because it was technically a subcontracting gig. When we first started, she was like, I wanna, I want to pay you $15 an hour. And I said, Well, my hourly, you know, my subcontracting rate is 20. So then we we agreed we'll do that with the acknowledgement that it it would move up to 25 in three to six months or whatever. Well, the three to six months had passed. And, you know, seven months had passed and I started to get, I had raised my rates for other people at this point. Other clients were paying me anywhere from 35 to 40 an hour. And I started to resent the work that I was doing for this client because I was, I was really going above and beyond. And I had learned so much in those, those six months and they have, they didn't have to like teach me anything anymore or babysit me. I was able to just take things off their plate and own it and run with it and deliver really great results for their clients. And so when I brought it up to her on a call and I was saying, hey, when we first started, we were supposed to evaluate after like three to six months and we hadn't done that. So I just wanted to bring up that conversation and, you know, moving forward, I, and I did this the total wrong way. Instead of saying, you know, taking ownership and saying my hourly rate from now on will be X, Y, and Z, I asked for permission. Is it okay if you pay me blah, blah, blah now? No, she doesn't get to make that decision. I get to make that decision that if you want to work with me, if you want to work together, my hourly rate moving forward will be $30 an hour. So I had asked for permission and she said, okay, I got to talk to my husband and see if, if that's possible. That's a little bit more than I was expecting. And she kind of like 
I don't know. It, it was just like all of a sudden, like, well, you're actually not that good and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, what? Like, I feel like I bent over backwards and I had invested in a lot of skills training and I was getting really good at the sales funnel on the marketing piece and had her back when she's been in a pinch and messed some things up and needed a, a fix really quick. I was able to, you know, drop everything in and do that for her. And I was happy. I was happy to do that, but I was like going forward for me to be able to you know, keep doing this. I need to be paid more to keep doing that, whatever. Anyways, long story short, it came back to where she was ultimately said, I'm sorry, I can't, I, I can't do that. I can't pay you anymore, but I still want to work with you. So blah, blah, blah. And, and let me know if like, you'll stay on at $20 an hour. And I was so mad and I was so frustrated and I had already left teaching. So I was like, teaching was gone and losing that $1,200. That was a big deal for my family. And George was born and George was here. So we had two kids. Like I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm, I have to keep her. Like I felt like so much that like I needed her more and that that's, that's actually not the truth. And so I ended up staying on. I was not comfortable any longer with the rate, but I was like, okay, f- like I guess I'll stay on whatever. Well, a couple weeks later, I was not fine anymore. And I was like, I just, I quit and said, I, I can't do this anymore. And the difference from of what I was asking, what it would have been a month, yeah, going from twenty to thirty dollars sounds like a lot, but it was only a five hundred dollar difference. So it was would be going from twelve hundred to eighteen hundred dollars. Now she could have increased her rates on her clients to make up for that, because what ended up happening was she had to hire someone new, and one of the things she said to me was, "I could find someone off Fiverr." to do what you do for half of what I pay you now. And I was like, okay, awesome. You know what? Good luck. Go for it. And you know what? I haven't really seen her anywhere since we stopped working. And it sucked in that moment when I lost that big contract. But a few weeks later, I had started this business and it sucked and it was terrifying and it was frustrating in that moment. But four years later on the other side, losing that one client did not make or break my business. So I just wanted to share that with you in case you had lost a client before or you raised your rates and a client said no, that you know you're not alone. It happens to everyone. And then lastly, my last tip for you is that you just need to acknowledge and understand that you will be too expensive for some people and you will be not expensive enough for others. And that's okay. There are clients out there that are looking for someone like you. For example, when I started this business and I moved into the online course creator role, I started out, my program looked a lot different than it does today, but it was just $50. It was just $50. And some people signed up, some people didn't. A lot of people didn't pick my program because it was it was not expensive enough and I was just a beginner. They were looking for someone that was more established in their program and their course and their career. And I wasn't super confident in could I even do this in the very beginning? So I started out low. But what I I promised myself was okay, I'm going to incrementally raise it. So so I did. After the first round of people came in, I increased it from 50 to 97. And then after that, the next increase was from 97 to 197. And then after that, I jumped from 197 to 597 and revised the curriculum. And then 
a year later, I did another curriculum revision and update and increased the price from $5.97 to $7.97 for painful. And each time that I increased the price from 50 to 97, from 97 to 197, from 197 to 597 and 597 to 797, I was scared. I was afraid like, oh my gosh, is my business going to be ruined? Is no one going to like buy my program anymore? You know, all of those fears, those same fears that you're having, like, is no one going to hire me? Is going from 30 to 45, is that going to be too expensive? Is no one going to hire me? I'm telling you, no. There are people out there, again, charging way less than you, and there are people out there charging way more than you. There is a market for everyone at every price point. And each time I increased that and had that fear, it all worked out. Maybe there was a little lull in the beginning until I built back up momentum, but it's all worked out. It's all worked out. We just recently went through, oh, three months ago-ish our most recent price increase. And I was terrified. I was like, oh my God, like this is going to be it. My life's going to be over. And it's not. It's not. I, I promise you it is not going to be over when you raise your prices. But I know it's scary. Just here to tell you I've been there. I, I, go, I go there too and that you are not alone. But my hope for you is now that you're kind of going to think about your prices, think about where you want to get with your business and your income and think about what do you need to do? Are you confident in your pricing? Are you comfortable with them? Do you need to make some adjustments there? And then lastly, there's some trial and error when it comes to finding the sweet spot for your packages and your pricing and for how much you charge. Now I'm going to wrap this episode up and I just want to leave you with this. Please stop saying charge your worth. I'm going to remove that phrase from my vocabulary and I want you to as well. When someone is questioning, how much should I charge? What should I charge? What do you charge? I want you to use the phrase, hey, you need to be, it doesn't so much matter what other people charge or what they would charge for this. It's okay to know ranges, but ultimately you have to be confident and you have to be comfortable with the price that you decide on. All right, ladies, I hope you have a fabulous Monday. I hope you have a fabulous week. Thanks for spending this time with me. Thanks for sharing my resources with others. And thanks for just allowing me this platform to spread the message of of freelancing with others. I, I appreciate it. And I am so thankful for you and you spending time with me every week. I'll see you next week and I'll see you in the Facebook group. Now, just because the episode is over doesn't mean the knowledge party has to stop. Come hang out with me and thousands of other mamas in my free Facebook group. Just search Facebook for the Live Free Podcast Mastermind with Michaela Quinn or go to the show notes. We have it linked there. And make sure you answer the questions so our gatekeeper knows that you want in. And don't forget, sharing is caring. If you are loving this podcast, please take a moment to share it with your friends. But make sure you tag me at Michaela.Quinn on Instagram and at Michaela Quinn on Facebook. See you next week.